the unlimited you shows food for the soul fridays with your hosts wakisha green and audra walker this show is designed to help you heal break through and break forth we are also here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life god has planned specifically for you we will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies that you can take and apply to your daily lives it's time to be healed It's time to be whole, it's time to be free, and it's time to live your best life right now. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us as we dive into a very responsible, transparent, real, and fun conversation that's impacting lives across the globe on Food for the Soul Fridays. Now let's talk about it. Hello, sis. Hello. Yes, hello. 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 What's up, beautiful? Nothing much, honey. Nothing much. Nothing much. Girl. How are you, beautiful sister of mine? I'm good, honey. I am so good. Look, long week, but I'm good. Your sister here. <laughs> That's all that counts, honey. That's all that matters. Ready to unpack this topic, but before we do that, sis, Let's see who we got joining us tonight. Yes, yes. Hello, beautiful people. Who we got out there? Who we got? Oh, let me pull up. So y'all might hear just a little, you know, for a moment so I can pull up the page on the ministry page. So bear with me one moment. She ain't ready, y'all. She ain't ready. I'm ready with mine. She ain't ready. She ain't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Sis, don't come for me like that. She ain't ready. She ain't ready. <laughs> nope, nope. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Who we got? Let me say welcome on this page. On this uh, page. Welcome everyone. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. We got baby girl joining us. Hey, Nisi Pooh. Yeah. And then who else we got? Who else we got? We got Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama Jackie. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Let's see. Who else we got? I think that's Baby Girl. This one to say, um, for us to say, hey. Yeah, that's Baby Girl. That's, that's your niece. So, sis, oh, gosh, honey. The night is going down. You know, I am so going down. Going down. <laughs> I'm super excited um, just where God has us and what he's doing um, in and through us, you know, in through on this platform and in our lives. You know, every single day we walk what we say out. Right. We are we are great examples, you know, um, here on this earth, you know, hands and feet. I say we were hands and feet. So I'm super excited about this topic tonight, sis. And we're going to be talking about what is love. Sis, so before we get started in all that, 
you know, you know, God gave us this that we were going to be talking about love, relationships, you know, and we started out last week, you guys talking about um, we uh, I need you. Yep. So let's, let's talk about it real quick before we get into how you feeling, girl. What you feeling? What you feeling? You excited? I'm excited, sis. I'm excited because I feel like this is a much needed conversation. And I feel like it's so many people who really don't know or understand what love is. Right. And like I was sharing with you before, you know, we we talked before the podcast on some things, you guys. So like yeah. I was telling my sis before the podcast, like I was like, God, if we're doing what is love, don't you think we should have did that first? And then, you know, I need you. And he was like, no, I wanted it in this order because I want people to understand that they do need other people. And in needing people, we have a healthy way of needing people and an unhealthy way of needing people. We're not going to get into all that. You guys could go look at last week's podcast and it breaks all that down. But what he was saying is because, you know, people, a lot of people in the world today need people in an unhealthy way because they don't know what love is or they don't understand what love is. And the love that they know is the world love, but they don't know his love. Right. right so right, right. that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is what is love. We're going to talk to you about the world's love and our father's love. And then it will be bringing in. We're going to intertwine some stuff from I need you in there. So, you know, it's not going to be the whole thing, but it all everything we talk about in this series is going to intertwine. So you guys can get a better understanding. And that's what we're doing. Letting God use us to yeah. let you guys know what he really wants out of you. Because everybody needs somebody, but he wants you to need people in a healthy way. And once you understand what love is and how to love in his love, then you need somebody that's going to be in a healthy way and is going to be reciprocated in a healthy way. Right. Well, you go, sis. Oh, says girl, you know, this is this is our area of ministry is relationships is love, you know, to help help you all, you know, break free and break forth into the plans and purposes that God has for you. So you can be healed and be whole and be set free, you know, so this is why we're here, you know, right. exactly that. And a huge part of that says is love, because, you know, you think about. When people, you, you think about when people commit suicide, when they, you know, they have, de- there's de- depression and all this stuff going on is because there's a disconnect from love. Love is the umbrella for everything. And you say umbrella, I was going to say it's the center of it all. It, it is. It it's is. the center of it all. If you don't Girl. have love, dude, look, it's, oh my God. Ooh. <laughs> love is because I'm so excited. My brain just going like this. I'm trying to yes, right. But look, y'all, when you understand what is love and know what love really is, like your life is going to change. Your outlook on things going to change mm-hmm. and you're going to find yourself in peace. 
You yes. want to find yourself so much happier. You mm. want to find joy. You're going to find all these things, right? Because now you have a, a foundation and you know, we're going to back all this up with scripture. So don't think we just talking because you know, everything we do, we got scriptures. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're definitely going to back this up with scripture. But what I do want to tell y'all, if y'all joining us for this series, y'all want to be blessed. Because this is just the tip of the iceberg. We have some people lined up. Yes. And we're going to get deep into this stuff, right? And it's, oh my God, if y'all only knew what we knew, look, y'all got to stay tuned. I mean, follow us, share this, tell people if they're going through relationship problems with parents, significant others, friends, they were just a series they want to join in on. This is a series they want to watch because we're going to get into all that all that all the meat all the meat <laughs> so says i wanted us to um open up i want to share what the world's definition of love is yes so let's start there and then i'm gonna i'm gonna share passage of scripture to get us get us kicking we're gonna kick this off thing so love love is an intense feeling of deep affection two is a great interest and pleasure in something a feel deep affection for someone like or enjoy very much. That's the definitions for love in the world. world. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 5 is the word of God. And this is what he says about love. Love endures with patience. I'm reading in the Amplified, you guys. So it amplifies it. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not uh, provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 5, and that's the Amplified. But then let's share this other passage of scripture, and then we're going to talk about it. Matthew 22, 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Y'all hear that? Love your neighbor as yourself. That is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. The whole law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commandments. Love God and love others as you love yourself. So that means the order is love God, love you, love others. Sis, let's talk about it. Look, before I get in there, y'all, we're going to, sis going to put the scriptures up so y'all can go back after the, at the end, she'll put the scriptures up so y'all can go back and meditate on all the scriptures we give y'all because we have a lot. But let's talk about this love. Okay, so let's dive into this. The world definition of love, and I'm going to sum it up for you guys, is it has conditions on it. 
The world love have conditions. I love you when you're doing this for me. I love you if you can do this for me. I love you when you're there when I need you. I don't love you if you make me mad. I don't love you if you can't do this for me. I can't. I don't love you if you break my heart. I don't love you. I don't love you. It's all that, right? God love says it's patient. It endured much. Yeah, yeah. So if God, the world love is contradicting to what God says love is, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's just say it like this if we live in god's love no matter what people do to us we still supposed to love them right right now don't get me wrong i'm not telling y'all i never never said i don't love you no more because you hurt me because i have but when you know better you do better right so look at it like this people hurt me but i still pray for them i don't pray for god to harm them i pray for god to prosper them to soften their heart open up their minds and their heart and have them to understand what love is and god had to get that to me a long time ago hurt people hurt people because they don't know what love is say it say it that's why people hurt people that's why a lot of people don't treasure relationships or value relationship because guess what if they never receive the love of god how can they love somebody else how can you expect them to love you if they don't even love themselves that's right sis before we continue Right there, I have a special something for you guys. And you'll understand why I said pause for a second. So what sis just said, I have, I God bless me. You know, he, he gives me things and I write. So I, I wrote a poem this morning. He woke me up this morning with this poem. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to take my camera off. Sis, take your camera off because I want y'all to hear me. I don't want y'all to see. I want y'all to hear the words that I'm saying. And then we're going to come back. So y'all listen to this. I got something to bless y'all with tonight. And sis just talked about what hurt people hurt people, right? So listen to this. The poem that he gave me this morning is called You Say You Love Me. You say you love me. Oh, the feeling of real love I have been yearning for all my life. You say you love me, but maybe just maybe you yourself really don't understand what love is. Because when you say you love me, I feel this love is uncertain, conditional, inconsistent. At times I feel devalued, like I'm not even enough. You don't look at me the same. You have wandering eyes for another. You barely touch me or embrace me. You'd rather avoid me rather than communicate with me. You don't hear me. You don't support me. You barely ask me if I'm doing okay and if I need anything. You haven't chosen me. I've realized I'm just not a priority. But you say you love me. I figured it out. My heavenly father said he loves me too. And I know it because I feel it. He's gentle with me. He loves me. He embraces me. He catches every one of my tears when I'm hurting. He's faithful to me. He takes good care of me. He spends time with me. He partners with me every single day. And guess what? He chooses me. Mm. 
So I love him because I know he loves me. So you say you love me, love God and love you next. So you know how to properly love me. Whew. Yes, sis. That's it right there. That's it. Look, that's you, you spoke volumes in that poem because you're right. And, and, and when you was reading that, what God gave me was when you first get in a relationship with somebody and they say they love you and all the things they stopped doing, they paid attention to you. They complimented to you. You thought they chose you, but that's a facade. See, people can only carry a facade for so long before the true and real them come out. They could give you all the things, make you feel so secure, make you feel like, oh, he loved me or she loved me. Yes. But then when they can't keep that up no more, they show their real self. They stop paying attention to you. They stop complimenting you. They stop needing you. They stop asking you about your day. They stop doing all this stuff that she said in this poem, right? Because the truth is, they don't know what love is. There you go. They don't know what true love is. They don't know what unconditional love is. And most of all, they don't know God's love. There you go. The love they're showing you is the world love. They don't see it. They're imitating what they've seen without right. understanding what they've seen. Because they can see somebody who knows God's love, right? Right. They're showing that to their significant other or showing that to their sister or their friend or whoever, right? They're watching this. So they start imitating this. Right, right. But you can only imitate so long because if you don't really understand what you're doing, you're going to show your true self. You're going to show that you really don't love them. You don't ask the questions no more. But in all reality, to get down to the root of the issue, guys, don't be mad at a person like that. Right, right. Don't be mad at them because the truth of the matter is, they don't know what love is themselves, like my sis said in the poem. If yeah. they never experienced God's love, do yeah. not expect them to love you the way you love them. They right, right. Because they can't. Not that they don't want to, they can't because they don't know how to. And that's the difference, right? Right. Stop telling people, oh, you can't love. No, it's not that they can't or they won't. They just don't know how. Right, right. And but if you if you show them in the Bible what God said love is, yes. And if you could talk to them about that, then maybe they could understand that and start asking God, show me how to love like that, God. Show me your love like that first. Yeah. I know they say you love me, but let me feel it. I had never felt it. I let them go to God for themselves. But after you show them, tell them they could talk to our father. Yeah. And he will wrap his arm around them and give them love like they ain't never experienced before. Mm. And once they encounter that love, sis, guess what? They can love you like that. There you go. Go ahead and talk about it, sis. There you go. <laughs> Girl, this is so good. And, you know, and I, I was so blessed this morning because, you know, I write. And when God give me something, I write it. You know, I write. And so when I, he woke me up this morning, sis, with this in my in my heart and in my thoughts, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, and he just started dropping, you know, this in my spirit. And I love how he said, you know, I figured it out. I figured it out. 
you love me this way. But this is God's love. I figured it out. My heavenly father say he loves me too. And I know it because I feel it. He's gentle with me. He saved me. He embraces me. He catches every one of my tears when I'm hurting. He's faithful to me. He takes care of me. He spends time with me. He partners with me every single day. And guess what? He chooses me. That part. That so part. You say you love me. Love God. Love yourself. So that you can better, better love me. And that's what it is, sis, is even though, you know, and I was just thinking about this, sis, and this encompasses, you know, we've been hurt. We girl, you just get out my thoughts. Girl, we've been hurt, you know, and we've been shown this love. And it's like that don't feel good. Love don't hurt people. Love just don't hurt. If you hurting and you if you say you in love and you hurting, that's not love. I'm gonna need you to go find out the true definition of love in the Bible. Right. Look, baby girl, so what she said, you better say that. <laughs> you know, and um, so it's just amazing because I, I love how even though he he put what love feels like and what it looks like, what you have been given me, but he also reminded me that this person don't know what love is. I love you. So this is what we are here to do is share with you guys what love really looks like. And I love God just bless you know, you know, when he give me says, you know, when he give me, I, I, I'm obedient because I knew it was necessary for tonight and what we were going to be talking about, you know, and understand there's different kind of relationships. And I, I put, uh, I, you know, I study relationships, love. I really do. So that I can, I myself can walk who I am out and we are love. So father, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? So I, I before you get into them four topics of love, sis, let me say this. Okay, go ahead, sis. Cause this this poem is deep. We can just stay there. Yeah. Look, but I know we got a lot to talk about. Well, what is love, y'all? We might have to do what is love part two. But listen to this. Yeah, probably. Cause I, it's a lot to, in this. I think this is this have to. It can't be one podcast. It have to be more episodes to this. Cause it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. But when she say hurt people, hurt people, and they don't know what love is, and they hurt you, right? My question is, why we, as human, we could be in a relationship, say we love somebody, they hurt us, but guess what we do? Cut them off. We, no, we stay there longing for their love. Oh, they're going to change. Oh, oh they're going to change. And we stay in that cycle of unhealthy love. Yeah. So, and yeah. my thing is this. Why are we settling for unhealthy love mm. when we have God's unconditional love? And you know, anything that settles, what it does, it goes to the bottom. So with that being said, when we settling for somebody unhealthy love, 
we're we're sinking to the bottom because everything that settled ends up at the bottom and we're at the bottom of their priority because they don't love us say it so say it's it. like quick saying not what like not what settle, saying settles so you get something um that separate like you have a drink and all the sediments settle all to the bottom Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what their love is. It's so heavy. Our love is so heavy because they don't understand it. So guess what? Now we're in this unhealthy thing, but we're settling for this unhealthy love. And now we're going to the bottom like this. And that's where we at because in their mind, we're never going to be up here with them. We're never because they don't know how to love. Right. They don't know who God is. First of all, they don't know how to love you because they never experienced love, but we keep settling right the unhealthy love when god say why i have real love for you i have con- unconditional seek me yearn for me the way you yearning for that person right but so when you come to me i will love you you don't have to settle there you go because he will says because he will show he will show us what love really looks like there you what go that is for us and we don't, we don't have to settle, sis. We Go don't ahead on with the, look, I look, just had to get that out. I had to get that out, y'all, because I felt that is kind of deep because we settle a lot. Yeah, sis, if, when you were saying that, it just reminds me. And in this, in this poem that God gave me, I just, I just went all the way back, sis, to the relationships that I've been in and how they have hurt me. And this poem says everybody that has hurt me. And so I thought about that as you were speaking, um, me and my ex-husband, really good friends to this day, you guys, that that's my dog. But when we were married, this was the kind of, some of these things were the kind of love that I was receiving. I was there for 18 years. Yeah, we had some good times, but we had some bad. And that's why I'm divorced today is because When I finally realized who I was, how much God loved me, I understood what my worth and my value was. She stopped settling, y'all. I stopped settling. And I was terrified, sis. God gave me five years prior to me divorcing my my ex-husband. I knew that I needed to, but I didn't because I was comfortable. I wasn't comfortable, but I was comfortable in my familiar. Oh, well, shoot. What what is that going to look like for me when I divorce my husband? We got two incomes. I'm going to go to one. Um, Man, I don't want to start over in another relationship with somebody else. I have to get to know them again. What does that look like for me and my kids? Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to move out of my house. Um, What about my career? You know, everything changes. And instead of me saying, you know what, stay where you at, because at least you have this. And a lot of people think about at least I have this. God told me, you have me. And now that you know who you are, you know that you have value. You know that you have worth because I chose you. I love you. So from that point on, when I knew in my spirit, I said, Father, if you want me to do this, I surrender to you. And I need you to reveal to me 
me. And I need you to show me love, your love. Because when you show me and I'm able to embrace and feel the love of God, my heavenly father, there's no love greater than his love. So from that point on, I said, I'm ready. And guess what? I'm doing it afraid because I didn't know what that was going to look like for me. And by the grace of God, the faithfulness of God for him having his hands on my life says, I have not lacked any good thing. Oh, sis. Yes. And I went from two incomes doing well to one. And still doing well. Still doing well because my father takes care of me. So that's what, sis. Talk about it. Look, because when you were saying that, before you got to that part, baby, he already gave it to me. Um, She was afraid, guys, because she didn't, she was afraid of the unknown. But even though my sister knew who God was because she was rooted in God from a young age, she knew who God was. She knew what God love was. But again, we get caught up in the world, love, right? And she was like, well, I got my kids and I'm going to be at one income and, and all this stuff she's saying, right? Yeah. So listen to this, y'all. Only if my sis would have went back to what she was raised on, she would have known, let me do this five years early because I know my father have me. Right, right. My right. father going to take care of me every step of the way. If he gave it to me, I know he's going to carry me through. I ain't going to lack Anything. My kids ain't going to lack anything. Anything. But see, the enemy, because I'm going to just call it what it is. The enemy will play with your mind and have you forget what God can do and have you thinking you have to rely on this person. Right. And you stay in an unhealthy love relationship because, yeah, they may be taking care of you well, you know, treating you, giving you all the finer things of the world. Right, right, right. But if you're in, they ain't giving you that substance of God, huh? Let me tell you something. It's time to kick rocks. It's, yeah. And look, my first marriage, honey, I prayed and prayed, God, if you get me out this marriage, you let me know because I took my, I take my vows very seriously, y'all. Right. I tried to hang down, make it work. This joker cheating is he doing everything. God says time for you to go. Yeah, and I. Deuces kick rocks, baby, and all left everything, just took some clothes and went back to New Orleans. I was living in California, went back to New Orleans, just with me and my baby clothes on a Greyhound bus. Because right. guess what? And guess what, y'all? At that time, like I grew up in church, but at that time, I knew to call on God, but I wasn't rooted in God like I am now. Say it. And if He did it for me back then. Yeah. How much more he could do it for you if you rooted in him and you you faithful to him now? Because, see, I wasn't going to church. I wasn't doing none of stuff. I wasn't going to church. I wasn't giving tithes. I wasn't doing none of that. I was doing me. I was in the world. Okay? But I knew enough to call on his name. Say it. Because one thing I can tell you, my grandfather and my grandmother and them took us to church. And what they instill us you you got that foundation. We build that foundation no matter where you go at in life and what turn you take. If you want to let the devil use you, guess what? You know where the father is and you will come back to him. Say it. Say it. Honey, let me tell y'all something. 
If I know nothing else, I knew how to get on my knees and call out to my father for help. I'm telling you. To get out of that situation. Say it. And look, before I even before I even got out that relationship, tell you, you can't change people. I was like, Father, I just, you know, I'm longing to, to be with you again. I want him to go to church, to our marriage. Sometimes God saying, you know what? Because y'all put y'all together. This ain't who I got for you. Stop right. praying for him. He going to get right on his own and in my timing, but not right now because that's not who I, this is not equally yoked. I'm praying for him to go to church with me and let me tell y'all something. I was so desperate, y'all. I even had Jehovah Witness coming to me. <laughs> I was sitting there in my house talking to the Jehovah Witness because I just wanted to be close to God. <laughs> Trying to save my marriage that God said, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> You're leaving. But, right. right. But I'm saying all this, see, two different scenarios. But guess what? I knew to call on him, but I'm still trying to say something that was unhealthy. You know what, sis? That reminds me of what T.P. said. That When I say T.P., Tyler Perry, he said, sometimes we are so busy holding on to something that God has been trying to get you to release for the longest. Let yes. it go. Let it go. Let it. And I had to let it go. Baby, I can't do. Look, <laughs> two pieces in the chicken. See you later. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> you know, and, and that's that's absolutely what it is, sis. And you know, like you said, rooted and grounded. We have my a part of my huge part of my inheritance is, is Jesus. My right. great grandmother, same thing. She rooted and grounded in the Lord. We ain't have no option, no choices. You know, and my mama, she's she continued that. She made sure we went to church. She made sure we knew the Lord. And we knew who Jesus, who Jesus was, who we, who God is, you know, and sisters, a lot of people that don't even understand who the Holy Spirit is Nope. on the inside of us, because he's the one that's our helper. And we're able, he gives us truth. You know, he's a spirit of truth. He says, look, look, look hold up, hold up now. Your father loves you this way. Your father said this about you. fearfully and wonderfully made. He said, beloved, I chose you before the foundation of the world. I know every hair on your head. I catch every one of your tears when you cry. I sit right there with you. When you call on me, I am not too busy for you. I come and I'm right there for you. I love you with an agape, selfless love. This is how I love you. So you guys, look, we're we're breaking this thing down, but this is love. And this is love. And we're not going to rush through it, y'all. We're going to take our time because guess what? This is where God have us. And I know we got more content to give to y'all, but right now, God have us stuck right, right here. here. Yes. yes. Because it's somebody out there who's listening or going to listen that need this right, right now. Right. So. By us allowing God to use us and be his vessels, we have to obey his word. When he say move on, we move on. Absolutely. But right now, somebody needs to get this unhealthy love yes. versus God's love. And mm. God let us be transparent because me and my sis both was married before. And we yes. both endured some things in the marriage. And that's why we could share with you guys because we want y'all to know. We ain't just sitting here telling y'all stuff we haven't been through. 
Absolutely. We share our experience and tell y'all what we've done. Y'all can do the same thing. Because one thing I know, me and my sisters love the Lord. And this is our ministry, love, relationships. This is our ministry. Yes. So when you look at it, and this is what I want to ask you guys. And I want y'all to think about it. You could type in your question, I mean, your answer, or if you don't want to share, that's fine. But before we broke this down this far, so far, what was, what did you think love was? Right, right. What did you think love was before we got into this content? Please right. share. We, we're going to give y'all a little minute to, to comment. And even says what would be really good for you guys to share with us also is what did you think love was, but what love did you experience as well? Yes. And what love did you experience? Or were you the one who didn't know what love was? Absolutely. It's a three part question. We're going to give y'all a little time to answer that while we just, you know, pull up some of these comments. Right. Yes. That's what I was just getting ready to say. While y'all think about it and um, share with us, uh, mama said, you have to really love God first for real. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, mama. That is so true. And then let's see. Oh, yeah, baby girl. So you, oh, you better say that. Okay. <laughs> and then um, mama said, ask God to search your heart first. And yeah. you know that, that yeah. right there, mm. that right there speaks, that's a whole nother topic right there. Because a lot of us, not only mama Jack, you know what? That's good. Not only do we have to ask God to search our heart first. But we need to do a self-evaluation, too, because when we ask God that to search our heart, he going to show you the ugly truth. And if you are not ready to see who you really are and what your heart really have, don't ask that question if you ain't ready. But if you're ready to experience God's love and to give that love, God, show me. Who I am really am. Show me the ugly, the good, the the bad, the all that. Say it. Show me what's all in my heart. Because what's in your heart comes out in your pores. Say it. Yes. Yes. That's what comes out of you. Right. So, and you ask that question, be ready to see the good, the bad, the ugly, and all that. Yes. Because I'm going to tell y'all now, it's not going to be pretty. Right. Because, you know, so many people thinking, oh, I'm doing good. And when God show you, be like, oh, wow. That wasn't good. Right. I thought I was doing good, but dang God. Yeah. And, is- and when he show y'all, y'all going to cry. It's an ugly cry, too. It ain't going to be no pretty cry because he going to show you who you really are. I'm trying to tell you what you say. This is going to be an ugly cry. An ugly cry. Lord God, I'm sorry. And you're absolutely right. Since I had I had shared, you know, last week when we, we did um, I Need You, you know, how when he had me in a season of fasting. He showed me me and, you know, and, and what, why was I allowing different things to get me just emotionally, emotionally off? And I said, father, what, what is it? What is it? And I had to go into, I had to go fast and I did that for a few days. And in that fast, he revealed me to me. And I knew why I was allowing the behaviors of somebody else to get me all discombobulated. 
because it was something that I hadn't yet dealt with on the inside of me that was rooted in me. Come on. That was rooted. Abandonment made me feel less than. Um, rejection. If you don't do something, it makes me feel like you're rejecting me. So he had me deal with me and he showed me this is what it is. And this is why it hurts you so much. When I realized when he showed me me, I said, oh, my gosh, that is exactly what it is. Exactly. Because I've experienced that for a lot of years of my life. I experienced that where I didn't feel like I was enough. And I wasn't valued. I wasn't a priority. And so when I said, you know what, Father, from this day forward, I will no longer give my energy away to somebody that does not give me, that does not make me a priority. Come on. That does not, does not give me the same energy. I told my father, I said, thank you for revealing me to me. Thank you for showing and uprooting those things that was on the inside of me that I still needed to deal with. And once I did that, sis, I said, oh, father, thank you for revealing me to me and why that hurt me so bad. I started a couple of nights. I had lost sleep, sis. I talked to you Ooh. about this because yes. I was concerned about what did I do? Did I do something wrong? What is there something wrong with me? Absolutely not. Because you don't allow anybody to define you or make you feel less than when you know that you are good. God See. created you very good and he created me very good. And I know that I am good and I am love. So if they don't do it, then say, you know what? I'm going to go on ahead and disconnect myself emotionally from this so that I can continue to do what I need to do. Go ahead, sis. Sis, sis, <laughs> you just don't set some people free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you this, sis. What she was talking about, y'all, she experienced some unhealthy love. Absolutely. That left her, that was planted in her. Mm -hmm. Right? And it took root. You know, you plant something to take root and the root spreads. Right. That's what it did to my sis. And that's what we all have. Absolutely. But because she shared her story, that took root of her and it started taking a hold of her. Yes. And so certain things will trigger her and make her get off emotionally. So I'm going to just go ahead and break it down so we could go on and free you guys. Right. Yes. We all been through something. Right. We've been through something where somebody could do something and make us mad and get us angry. It What's that trigger? That trigger. There you it's go. It's a trigger. And you don't understand why you get so upset. Why you get mad. Why right. you this. But if you don't know how to fast, just pray and ask God to reveal. Why, why am I so... Why does this make me so angry? Say it. What is go. it that makes me when somebody do something or say something, why do I react this way? And right. here we show you because it's something unresolved in you that you have not dealt with. And all you did was push it down, down. When you, you plant go. and you packing soil on top of it, the plant may not come up, but it's rooting down and it's spreading. Right. 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 
And that's what you're doing with the issue that caused you to react. Mm-hmm. You could have been in a relationship. They could have rejected you. They could have cheated on you. They could have, you know, not care about you, not give you attention. So any relationship you get in, if a person show you a sign, then you react. Right, right. And it may be something innocent. They don't even know they're doing it. And they're not trying to hurt you. But right. if that's all you are used to. And it's a trigger. It's a trigger. And yeah. you could. And, and oh, thank you, Father. Let me tell you all this. And if that's a trigger, right, that person, and we going, I'm just talking any relationship, God mm-hmm. put that person in your life and that may be the person he have for you to be there through the end. Right. Whether in a relationship or friendship or whatever. But because they unintentionally did something that somebody heard it, you did. Now you're angry. You're, you're fussing. You're cutting them off. And that may be the very person God has for you to heal you. But because you never dealt with that issue, you rather continue that unhealthy love. Because that's what you're doing, continuing the unhealthy love. And you're projecting it on somebody else instead of talking to them and be like, why did you say that? Or why did you do that? You know, find out. They, They don't know what your triggers. There you go. But if you ask those questions, why? And they'd be like, oh, you know, because X, Y, Z, and it could be something totally innocent. Right. But because it's something that triggered, because you've been through something like that in the past, and this could be a healthy way of doing it, but you connected to an unhealthy way of doing it, guess what? You're going off. Because now you off your game, you mad, you upset, your day ruined, because- You got deep-rooted issues you have not dealt with. There you go. There you go. And all because of what? Unhealthy love. Unhealthy love. Yes. So Did anybody answer our questions? I was getting ready to say, let's see what, what they... Oh, Mama said, let me see what, what Mama said. He showed me, Jacqueline, my child, you are really... Are really you ready. really ready for this kind of love? It's not what you think. Mm. Mm. That, yes, Mama Jackie. And that's what people have to understand. Absolutely. You ask God, you have to be really, really ready because if you're not ready for the love that God's going to give you, say it. You were rejected. And a lot of people, a lot of people have, sis, and you know this. I've known people who's like, oh, I'm ready. I want to be sold out for Jesus and with God and da da da. And then when God pour all his love on them, they reject it because that, that's too much for me. I don't, I don't right. want all that. So I'm going to reject you. I'm going to just go back to what's familiar. Right. Say it. I'm going to go back to the world. Except mm. the world love, because I'm used to that. This love here, I don't know. This too much. Right. And people are like that. Yeah. How can you love me like that? You would die for me. You would give your son to die for me, to come and be the greatest example that I know. You will wrap your arms around me. You will hold me up. You will carry me when I'm going through it, Father. You'll be the one to carry me. You love me that much. You love me that you defeated the enemy so that I can walk and be free. Yeah. Yeah. You love me enough that you said, I leave you my peace, not your peace, but my peace. 
That's and you know why they rejected, sis? You know why they rejected? Because they're afraid. Absolutely. Not that they don't want it or it's too much. Thank you, Father. He said they're afraid. And the enemy at the time is telling them, you know that ain't real like he did Adam and Eve and the apple. That's yeah. what he's doing when God pours his love and you've been in the world and all you know is the world love. And then when you ask God for that love and he tried to give it to you, you, you reject it because the enemy is now in your head talking about, you know that ain't real. The love I gave you was real. You know, I gave you this and I gave you that and you was on top of the world and you was doing this. But the enemy is telling you the worldly stuff he gave you, possessions and stuff like that. God giving you something way more valuable. Mm, you better say that. He giving you unconditional eternal love. Mm. And ain't no type of love the enemy could give you like that. Mm. Yeah, the enemy could give you all this possession and worldly stuff. But guess what? That don't mean nothing. You know how many rich people ain't happy? Say it, girl. Sis, you better say it. You, Come you on know. now, that's we gonna real talk. You know we ain't sugarcoating nothing. Y'all. We gonna real talk. How many people have money? We are, you know, and for us common folks, you know, we looking at these stars and their big old houses, and yeah, yeah. on TV they looking happy because that's what they have to do. That's why they're actors and actresses and singers and entertainers. That's what they are, entertainers. They entertain right. us. If I'm getting a check to entertain you, I don't care how sad I am. I'm gonna put on this facade that I'm happy. I'm living in my big old house and all my fancy cars and I got all these fans. But then when the cameras are off of me, I go home and go. I have to face the real me. There you go. Face the love that I have at home. I'm unhappy. The love that you, you know, like you be looking at the, oh, they're a nice couple and da, 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 da. And then they get behind closed doors. They're fighting and it's right. and no peace in their home and they're depressed. See, that's hmm. stuff we don't see from entertainers. Right, 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 right. We only see the glitz and glamour and happy, oh, because that's what they have to do as entertainers. They Absolutely. have to portray that role. Yeah. But, but let's get deep in it. Behind yeah. closed doors. Behind what closed is doors is a different story. Y'all. Really so stop looking at what these entertainers got, these big old houses, because guess what? I tell y'all one thing. You know how they always say us common folks is one paycheck away from being homeless? Them entertainers are too. Say it. Say it. I want y'all to understand that. Them entertainers are one paycheck away from being homeless and kick out this big old mansion. Say it. And what people really don't understand, sis, is these entertainers, a lot of them are renting these mansions. A lot of them are leasing cars. They ain't dance. Right, right. And they're unhappy. They don't love who they are. Yeah. You know, behind closed doors, they don't love who they are. They lost themselves in the fame. Yeah. And now they don't know who they are. They definitely don't know whose they are. And they're mm. unhappy. How many, how many entertainers, and I call them entertainers because that's what they do. Right. How many entertainers you know don't took their life? A lot of them. Yeah. Because, because they're not happy. And when you're not happy, you get depressed. You have anxiety. All this stuff going on, right? Right. And they take their own life because they're not happy, y'all. And, they don't and, know what God love is. There you go, sis. The root of it is the love. root is they don't know who God love, what God love is, and how to call on God to show them that love because they don't stop loving themselves because they're entertaining us and they're trying to live up to this facade. Yeah. They don't lost themselves. Yeah. 
Come on, mm. let's talk about that. Girl, that that is <laughs> that is so true. And you 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 think about you know depression, like you said, depression, suicide, everything that that they're experiencing, that comes from lack of love, agape. I'm gonna say that comes from lack of agape. And agape is selfless love. That's a God kind of love that he has for mankind, that he has for us. It is with no conditions. It is unconditional. He say, I love you even in your mess. Say that again. Say that again. I love you even in your mess. I chose you. I choose you. Grab my hand. Grab my, because he he doesn't he's he's not a God is not going to force you to do anything. He's, he's a gentleman. Force his love. He's such a gentleman. He's such a gentleman. And he say, I tell you, choose life or death. I give you that choice. I give you that choice. But I'm going to tell you, choose life. Um, sis, girl. This here, when you really understand what love is, what real love is, says there will be no settling. God said, you're, you're selling for this little corner and I have the world for you. Come on. Why would you settle for this little corner? Somebody that's giving you a piece of change and I have the world for you. Let's call it what it is, sis. Why are you selling what the enemy have for you when I have so much greater? Sis. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call it out. Let's call the enemy out. Why are you selling for what the enemy giving you? He giving you dangling this little stuff in your face and you following like a little puppy. When I'll, I ain't got to dangle nothing. I told you, I showed you everything I have for you. Yes. But yes. you choose to run after this little carrot he dangling in your face. You know, since that remind me when, when, um, you know, Joshua, 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 Moses is dead. I need you to go and possess the land. I need you to take these people over into the promised land. He has the promised land that flows with milk and honey for us. He said, this land that I have promised you that you already have, that is already your possession, I just need you to go get it. I just need you to go get it. He said, because it's there, you already own it. It's already yours. So why would we settle for less than? Than what God says that we should have. That's love. That's love right there. Love. Do not settle for the corner. When God says, I give you all of this. And when I say all of this, that doesn't mean all the possessions. Can I tell you that's on the inside? He has given us the spirit of God on the inside of us. And I tell me and my sister talk about all the time. Girl, you know, the number one thing that I desire in my life right now, the older I get is what says peace. My peace. Praise peace. God. My peace. Peace, honey. My peace. Sis, while you talking about Joshua, you know what God dropped in me? Root. Yes. Root, honey. Yes. He dropped in my spirit root. You know, that's my girl. I love right. you. Right. 
God's love with Ruth. Ruth left her home to follow her mother-in-law. Oh, that's my little sis. Hey, Planky. Sorry, sis. That's Planky. Oh, good. Hey, Planky. <laughs> Look, Ruth left her home to follow her mother-in-law to her home. Yeah. And it was poor. Yeah. Yeah. And God said, I'm going to find favor with you with Boaz. Their husband. Ruth went out and she went in the field. And she picked and they left her the scraps of the thing. Say and God it. showed her favor with Boaz. Sis. I ain't getting all into the story. Y'all go read the story of Ruth. Sis, but you know what? Ruth was in position. She was in position. Ruth was in position to receive what God had for her. She was <laughs> obedient. She was obedient and she understood the unconditional love because how many of us going to follow our mother-in-law? My husband died. I ain't going with his mom and leave my family to go with her. She knew what unconditional love. When I married my husband, even though he died, this is now my mother. Absolutely. I'm going to stick with her through thick and thin. I will go to her home. I will leave my home to go to. And, and knowing that um, Naomi had nothing. 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 But Naomi loved her. But she loved Ruth. Because the sister-in-law, her oh, husband died. Oh. And guess what? She she went back home. When, when, when Naomi told him, you don't have to follow me. She's up to peace. She went to her familiar. She went back to her familiar. Well, her familiar. That's what I'm getting at. But Ruth, but Ruth, girl, said you can be all excited. But girl, follow the agape love. And what does she get in the end? Her reward. Her, boy. her reward. Her Boaz. Her Boaz. But that's what I'm talking about. That's why he dropped in my spirit. World love. Unconditional love. Yeah, I got The sister-in-law went back to the world love. Ruth stayed with the unconditional love. That agape love. Look, sis. My look. Here too. Hey, Paul. Yeah, that, these are my babies. <laughs> Thank you for joining. But sis, this, 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 this is you know this is our ministry. This is this is God. Because God, we didn't broke that thing. Look, and it only stemmed from my poem. So, sis, before we close, so because there is a couple of people that are on here that missed the poem that God gave me, I'm going to read this poem again, and I want y'all to hear me. Yes, close out with the poem, honey. Close out with the poem. All okay. right. Turn your camera off. I'm turning it off, honey. Y'all listen. Listen. This is a poem God gave me, woke me up this morning to bring together. So, So you say you love me. Ah, the feeling of real love I have been yearning for all my life. You say you love me, but maybe just maybe you yourself really don't understand what love is. Because when you say you love me, I feel this love is uncertain, conditional, inconsistent. At times I feel devalued, like I'm not even enough. You don't look at me the same. You have wandering eyes for another. You barely touch me or embrace me. You'd rather avoid me rather than communicate with me. You don't hear me. You don't support me. You barely ask me if I'm doing okay and if I need anything. You haven't chosen me. I've realized I'm just not a priority, but you say 
you love me. I figured it out. My heavenly father say he loves me too. And I know it because I feel it. He's gentle with me. He saves me. He embraces me. He catches every one of my tears when I'm hurting. He's faithful to me. He takes good care of me. He spends time with me. He partners with me every single day. And guess what? He chooses me. So I love him because I know he loves me. So you say you love me? Love God first and love you next so you know how to properly love me. Yes, honey. Yes. And so that's what we closed out with. And that's basically what our topic, I mean, it took a whole direction, different direction when sis read that. So we kind of was stuck on that. But <laughs> next week we will continue to break down what is love for you guys. Yes. 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 So you guys, she said, you're right. Peace is everything. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And be okay with being with just you. Right. And loving you. It's okay. And embrace the love of God. So before we close, Father God, we just thank you. Father, we give you honor and glory and praise because you are so worthy, Father. Father, we thank you for your agape, your unconditional, your unchanging, your unwavering love for us. Father, we thank you that as we lay our heads down tonight, Father, we thank you that you remind us of how much you love us and what love is, what it looks like, what it feels like, and how we're supposed to receive your love so that we too can feel love, so we know what love is, so we can walk that love out. So Father, we thank you right now, everybody that's under the sound of my voice, that you open our eyes and you open our ears like never before, so that we see and we feel in the spirit realm the love that you are trying to reveal and what you are saying to us in this very time and this season in our lives. We thank you for showing us us, Father. Thank you for re revealing who we are and how we're walking this love thing out because you created us in your very image and likeness. So when people experience us, they're supposed to experience the love of God, your love. So we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you because you are a good, good father and you love us dearly, Father. And we appreciate you. We love you and we value you. We honor you. We give you praise and glory because you are an agape kind of love for us. So we thank you for that in your precious son, Jesus, mighty name. Amen. 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 Good night, everybody. Good God night. Bless y'all and we yes. hope you were blessed tonight because we were and if you came in late just rewatch. it's gonna bless you it's gonna bless you it's gonna bless your whole life and we're talking about relationships we're talking about love we're in this series so don't be surprised if we reach out to a couple of y'all say we need you to join us so we can have a conversation together we love y'all and have a good yeah. night god bless you Mwah. later later